a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The September jobs report is out. And of course, that means there's data. That means there's news. What does the new news mean? What does it mean for the Federal Reserve? What does it mean for the politics? Most important, what does this data mean for you? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, let's go inside the numbers and uh, no better inside source to do that with than Jeff Cox, who's the economics editor for CNBC.com. He covers the latest data, the Federal Reserve, and how the developments impact the financial markets. Jeff, thanks for joining us on a Friday. Uh, Take us first from the top line. What do the numbers tell us? Well, it looks like uh, we still had solid job growth in uh, September, about 263,000 jobs, which is just a little bit shy of the estimate. Um, The unemployment rate actually came down to 3.5%. That was better than what we thought. Um, So uh, if you just look at it squarely from the perspective of the jobs market, um, we're we're still seeing resilience there. Companies are still hiring, um, even in the wake of the uh, Federal Reserve interest rate hikes. But of course, that takes us straight into Fed policy, and it pretty much uh, doesn't change anything as far as the Fed goes. We're going to continue to see those mammoth uh, interest rate increases, at least in the in the near future. Okay, so let's let's dive into that. I know uh, in uh, your reporting today, there was uh, one one quote that says, "Whether you're an optimist or a pessimist, there's there's a little something for everybody this time around." <laughs> give us give us the optimist first. Let's start with the optimist on a Friday. Well, the optimist is, I guess. Um, this jobs report makes a little better case for that issue of a soft landing, that mm. despite all of the economic headwinds that we've seen and the war in Russia and Ukraine um, and, and the, uh, the problems in the housing market and all the other things that the economy's had to deal with, um, the labor market at least remains resilient. Of course, that means that people still have jobs. They're still getting paid. Um, and um, you know, salaries are on the rise, can continue to be on the rise, but they're not keeping up with inflation. I guess, you know, the pessimistic side of that is that, again, um, it means that we still do have inflationary pressures in the economy. It means that what the Fed has done already with uh, three percentage points worth of interest rate hikes really aren't taking the starch out of the economy yet. Um, You know, and we still do have inflation problem to deal with. Yeah. And so let's uh, let's dive into that a little bit uh, in in terms of what has been done, what the Fed has done. and, And obviously, we'll have another uh, round coming up in November. As you look at that November rate, is this going to be another uh, 0.75? Is, will it be a full point? Uh, what do you anticipate there? 
Um, it looks like the the at least as far as the market pricing goes, that three quarter point seventy five basis point zero seven point seven five percentage point uh, rate hike is pretty much baked into the cake. I don't think there's any reason that they need to go higher than that. I don't think they'll go for a full percentage point. But if the market's going to give them the leeway to go for three quarters of a point, the Fed's going to take it. And I think that generally. The idea that the information that I'm getting from the people I'm talking to today is that this is probably going to be it for the for for rate hikes of that size. The Fed will at least start to dial it down a little bit. Okay, and then let's talk about the uh, the impact around the kitchen table. Uh, you mentioned that you know people still have their jobs, uh, that uh, income continues to go up, but it's not keeping pace with inflation. What's the sense around that? Well, um, this is the Fed's biggest problem. I mean, you know, everybody wants to see uh, wages go up. Uh, Minneapolis Fed President Neil Kashkari was you know, quite you know, passionate about this in, in a presentation he gave uh, a couple days ago saying that, you know, we really want to see uh, – we don't want to give the impression that we don't want people to, uh, you know, to, to not get raises, but, um, you know, 5% um, per annum increase in wages – might sound good in terms of you know nominal terms, but um, it's pushing up prices higher, and it's probably affect as much as it is cause of just some of the other uh, you know circumstances that we're seeing. And, and but the Fed's looking at this very closely. There are other wage measures. The Atlanta Fed has its own uh, gauge of, of wage pressures, and that's showing wages rising closer to seven percent. Mm-hmm. So um, as long as that continues to be the case. Um, you know, we're going to continue to see uh, the, the, the Fed on its current course. Yeah, uh, and I think that's uh, again uh, those uh, what what is actually impacting around the kitchen table. I, I think we may have mentioned last time you were on, we had uh, Mary Daly from the San Francisco uh, Fed on, uh-huh. and uh, she was doing her new index, which is the putback in- index at the uh, at the grocery store of how many items right, are yeah. getting in the basket, being left in the basket. Uh, as you look at kind of moving forward, uh, I know a couple of things that you have pointed out uh, from kind of a sector view. Uh, leisure hospitality uh, did well. Government jobs uh, dropped a bit. Uh, look into that. Yeah, in fact, well, that was really kind of um, state and local, uh, you know, kind of government job cutbacks, a lot of that kind of big um, I think teachers, that sort of thing, those numbers are highly seasonal. Mm. So you could see, I mean, and, and, and they're especially uh, kind of funky in this COVID era where we don't know how many teachers are actually going back to the classroom and those kind of things. So um, that was really kind of the big reason for this slight miss that we had compared to expectations. So, um, I, you know, I, I would almost kind of look through that. Um, leisure and hospitality is an area that you want to see continue to get gains. Um, they're still over a million jobs below where they were pre-pandemic. And that, you know, is an industry that kind of just serves as a bellwether for what yeah. demand is like out there. So, you, you know, you, you want to see people get, get back to work there. Um, retail also had some, some weakness uh, this month, uh, business, you know, professional business services were another point of strength. Um, so, uh, you know, the gains are, are, are broad based, but there are some, uh, you know, kind of some softening sectors of the economy that we have to keep an eye on. Yeah. And then uh, finally, it's, it's uh, always about the expectation game uh, in terms of what is coming, what's happening next. As as you look at your expectation based on this uh, this latest data, uh, is it is the soft landing possible, uh, and and where are we in between a, a soft landing and an and an airbag deployment? <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> 
Well, um, the Atlanta Fed's GDP now tracker is showing third quarter growth at around 2.7%, I think the number was. So that indicates that at least, you know, we're going to reverse those first two quarters of negative growth. And, you know, of course, you know, two, two straight quarter negative growth. A lot of people equate that with recession and, and justifiably so. But it means that at least um, things are turning around there. But I still hear from a lot of economists that um, we're going to see a recession in 2023. It's just a matter of of when in 2023 it matters it's a matter of degree i think that you know a strong labor market helps um you know give some optimism that um that 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 we could have at least a semi-soft landing but um still a lot of other things to work through and if the fed has to go beyond that sort of four and a half percent funds rate that 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 the market's counting on i think that you know the, the idea of a soft landing becomes more and more remote so you've got to keep an eye on those inflation numbers we're going to get cpi numbers next week it's going to be very key um, that will be the last big inflation report that the Fed sees before its November meeting. And, um, you know, all eyes will definitely be on that to see what, what, what the trend is. Um, you know, and, and, and the trend is definitely not not the friend right now as far as the economy goes. Yeah, great insight as always. Jeff Cox is the economics editor for CNBC.com. He covers all the latest data, the Federal Reserve, and how all of this impacts the financial markets and the rest of us. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us. Great insight. We appreciate it. Great talking to you. Have a great weekend. All right. Again, that's Jeff Cox uh, from CNBC.com. And I, I, I just love how Jeff can cut through the numbers uh, and help us make the news make sense in terms of what they mean. Obviously, a lot of Americans are still feeling uh, the pinch that they ha- they have a job. They're happy for that. The wages are going up a, a little bit. They feel good about that. And it's not keeping up with inflation. And that's the great disconnect. Uh, we'll break down what that means in terms of the politics of it all, what it means to upcoming races and the midterm elections, and most important, how we all deal with it around the kitchen table. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.